G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've been talking about growing as a Christian and the idea that if you turned up at the gym for Christian spirituality growth and you said, well, I'm overweight and I'm unfit and I've got a bad attitude, how do we get underway and start turning those things around? It's been good talking so far, Camille, because uh, we've come up with the idea that you need to have some time with God. And in having that time with God, there must be some practical things that we can talk about, things like how long and whereabouts. Let's start with how long. If you're going to spend time with God each day, how long is a good um, amount of time? Good question, Neil, but I'm not going to give you the answer you want (laughs) because how long depends on a couple of factors at least. One is how much time are you able to give, but also how much time is God requiring? There could be a great disconnect between the two, but the thing is, What I want to convey, we don't want people to feel it's a religious requirement. We want people to understand we do this because we are hungry and thirsty for the things of God, not because we think we're earning brownie points. As the personal trainer in this spiritual gymnasium, we basically spend as long as we are able or need to for growing in God. For example, I was waiting on God. I shared the story, I believe, elsewhere, because I wanted to be a preacher and I wanted to travel the world for God. And I spent a specific time praying and fasting God. And it was open-ended in the sense that I hadn't predetermined how long it would take. But once I got to 17 days in this particular exercise, I had a conviction God had heard me. So you get what I mean? I spent as long as it was required, but once I felt I reached the goal, I stopped. Now that is in a protracted definite, intentional, seeking God for an outcome. But as far as your regular devotional time, it does depend how much you can give to it, and it also depends how long you want to wait. If you are, for some reason, have a sufficient discretionary time, then spend as long as it takes. But if not, leave just even a few minutes will work wonders. Some will say, I have a great devotional time in the morning. Others say, I don't have a great devotional time until the night. Is there a particular time in the day that's ideal? It depends on you. There's the old phrase, are you an owl or fowl? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, the owl is the night person and the fowl is the morning rooster person. For me, I'm definitely fowl. I'm the morning person. Others, they are just vibrant at night. If I tried to have devotions at night, it would probably put me to sleep after a long, full day of serving the Lord. So it's really a personal preference. And there may even be a few that somehow is right in the middle of the day, like a donut hole. They can spend some time with the Lord. And I want to just convey that this is a real pleasurable thing. It does take some discipline. It may not be, pardon the expression, love at first sight, because 
yeah, there's a little bit of work in entering in, but it's, but it's well worth it because you will live a different and better life if you have your quiet time, your devotion, or what we call waiting on God. Now, the other thing that's very important is where do I have this quiet time? Is it a restricted thing? Sometimes we hear about the prayer closet that we read about in the Bible. Is there such a thing as a prayer closet? Well, as far as a prayer closet, it sounds pretty claustrophobic to me. (laughs) (laughs) i give you an interesting illustration. In Korea, they have like 75 prayer mountains, and they basically – some of them are by the demilitarized zone, which makes it really interesting. But they have these grottos, and they're pretty small. I'm thinking of a guy like you, Neil, getting into a prayer grotto. Not that you're a overweight big guy, but you're, you're bigger than the Koreans. And even I, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit leaner. I would get, uh, shall we say, confined and, and not comfortable. But they're very small. And they, it's, it's basically a mat on the dirt, and the walls are dirt. And they seek God. No, the closet for prayer is any quiet place you can find, undistracted, that you can wait on God. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.